G'day, every every single person. What do you, you got the paper there, Jess? Welcome to the show if you are listening. What's okay? Go to page thirteen. Okay, I'm just and having, read the story. Read the story, like the headline of the story on the bottom left page. Bottom left page. Page thirteen. That's, just the title. Is it an ad? Legal stoush over Gladstone Port CEO. All right, sacking. that's probably the worst one to talk about because that's quite controversial at the moment in very, Central Queensland. Very controversial. Let's Where not... they buried that on page thirteen. Oh, it's probably continued on it's from X, Y, Z. But look, can we please not talk anything about that? Yeah, no, that's something. Uh, obviously, so great show today, guys. By the way, thanks. <laughs> well um, uh, we we it's Wednesday, real time. Mm-hmm. So we tried to spell some names, and without giving too much away, something. That's never happened before happened during the game today. It was pretty exciting. Very exciting. I do appreciate you actually bringing some help to the team this week. I've been studying. I like, so what I do is I walk down the street to practice the game, spell my name that we play. And I go, hello, my name is Sim. What is your name? Can I spell it? And they go, oh my God, it's Kevin. And I'm like, C foot, damn it. And yeah, that's my practicing. No wonder we've been doing so poorly. That's where I've been after the show. I, go, I leave at 9.01. I get right. in my car and I go to the supermarkets and I just yell, especially it's great on Wednesdays because that's when old people like to go to the shops <laughs> and they can't hear me. So it's just like a normal, normal volume. Hey, speaking of now the fact that it's past nine o'clock, mm. um, can... Actually, it's 8.57. Should I save my lunch or is it unacceptable to eat lasagna at nine o'clock in the nah, morning? No, I eat it at nine. Really? You're fine. All right. Sick. I've got some I had a pink donut for breakfast <laughs> literally twice last week, so yeah, I'm not going to give you advice. donuts are considered a breakfast food sometimes. There's lasagna is not a very big breakfast food. If you want it a, should be. If you want a reaction from your doctor, I'm going to give you the best personal story of my life. Please. Of a statement that I said my doctor. I was feeling quite unwell. I was working a night shift mm-hmm. um, and... I was very, it was my first time living out of home and I was not great at meal preparation or cooking or any of that. I was a young butterfly flying in the dark. The only thing that's changed is you've aged and got more greys. I can cook three things at the moment, excuse you. Um, But the doctor was like, so how's your diet been? And I said to him, well, I have a pink donut and a can of V every day for breakfast. The look on his face was was something... Of beauty. It was dollar signs in his eyes because he's like, return business. Here we go. I'm pretty sure I heard him say under his breath, he's like, that's that new car. (laughs) I've been looking for some savings to go into that new car, but it definitely gets a reaction. So don't live that lifestyle, but just say it and see what your doctor says. That'll change your weekend for you. (laughs) Anyway, the show, right? Do you think that the whiteboard that we use to write what's on the show has been compromised? Yes. And I don't know whose fault it is, but I'm taking 0% of the blame. I often take 30% of the blame in most situations. And it only really works in a two-party <laughs> argument because then you've got to take the 70. Yeah. But I'm willing to bump it up to 40 because I tried to clean it once really good. And it seems like I've stripped the whiteboard of I its think you protective have. cover. Yeah. And I don't know what's happening on the show to talk about because I can't read my, gib- my gibberish handwriting on the smudged city. So we talked about... It also about... doesn't help that you're a left-hander. So you, oh. just, you rub everything out as you write the it. The only thing I can see written clearly is the word Tony and Abbott. So maybe don't listen to this show. Maybe listen to, okay. any, listen to anything else. We'll yeah, give you actually, one, one show to not listen to. You know exactly today. what we talked about with Tony Abbott. I know. I'm and it made you angry, didn't it? No, it made me laugh. Because sometimes just shit happens, right? <laughs> you just you just got to deal with it. So it's a perfect example in the show of shit happening. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up, Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Huh? Good like morning, Tim and Jess on Hit CQ, and it's six a.m. So congrats, we made it. We did it. We made Let's it. Let's go home for the day. Reef Chalky milks C- all around. <laughs> Reef City Motors brings you the show uh, and they love it. They they won't physically bring you a chalky milk, but like spiritually, mm. I'm chocked out. Do you know what? I'm sure if you asked, they would provide. They are the, like the kind, that's the kind of service Reef City Motors provides. Right. They're nice guys. Mm. I went I went through yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I went and said g'day. Ah. Pete. He said hello. Oh, hello. He's lovely. Hello, Pete. Hello, Pete. But that's not important to anything uh, listening right now because, look, today is a big day, as every Wednesday is. Have you been stretching, training, doing your exercises, Jess? Getting ready, yes. To spell names. Oh, I'm flexible. 
on spelling. I doubt that. You, what do you mean? I don't think you'd be flexible. I am. Touch your toes. That, that you was just, impressive. You have just raised your leg <laughs> off a chair. I know that no one saw that, but that was the worst thing that's ever happened on this show. Who would have thought the 22nd of May, 2019, three years since we started working together, almost mm. to the day, and today is the day that we have produced the worst thing ever on our radio show. Okay. It's a bit harsh. Look at Bassett. <laughs> Look at Bassett. Hey, so we're going to do spelling names today. 13, 12, 16. Give us a call if you've got a name. We want to try and spell it. We will try and do that. If we can't uh, stop focusing on all our flexibility, <laughs> we'll try and move past that. But I'm flexible. We need to talk about ugly. Oh, Ugly, ugly, ugly. I mean, again, it's just so hurtful, Tim. This isn't you I'm talking oh. about, and it's not I. Talking about ugly fruit and veg. They're getting their wins. Tell you why up next. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. You'd be surprised how much fruit and veg is thrown out, uh, put into landfill, and completely disregarded purely because of how it looks. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with if it's been grown correctly, if it tastes right. Uh, I've seen lots of documentaries. That, like, say if you if there's an apple and it's got, like, a funny lump on the side that is full of apple, mm-hmm. they'll throw it out purely because they reckon people won't buy it. Exactly, because it doesn't look like the generic apple that we have in our minds. Yeah, and it's so much food is wasted. So, And the thing is, they don't, they don't put this in a box and send it to villages or places here in this country or around the world where it's like, all right, well, yes, this food's a little bit ugly, I guess you could say, but we'll give it to people that can still eat it. They completely get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, um, it's been happening, trialling around some other places in Australia, but coming to Queensland, New South Wales, Northern Territory, is the Ugly Fruit and Veg Initiative. The odds, the odds box. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Woolies and Coles uh, are starting to get involved in this. And essentially, and they're, they're even acknowledging, they're calling the, the I'm Perfect range, mm-hmm. where it's like carrots, they've got little nubs, little boops, little bings here and there, and they're selling it at 20 to 30% discount as well, because purely for aesthetics, which I think is wild, yeah. mind you. My mum um, has been buying these for a while because obviously they've been trialling it in Victoria for Genius. ages. And my mum loves it. She's like, it's cheaper. Absolutely. It, it, it all looks the same once you've chopped it up for the for dinner. Yeah. It's weird that people will not buy something mm. for the way that it looks. Like, obviously, if you're seeing a strawberry and it's got, like, a black growth on it, I'm not going to eat the strawberry with the black growth on it. you can't even tell. I bought a capsicum the other day. looked perfectly fine on the outside. Bright red, really delicious. Cut into it, mouldy on the inside. Really? Yeah. And then the police will call. I mean, I nearly did. I was like, who can I tell? This is How an long outrage. Did, like, did you buy the capsicum that day or was it That like a, day. Oh, so it wasn't like a... I All only bought it four weeks ago, Timmy, and there was mulled in time. All the rest of them were fine. It was really bizarre. But I would absolutely buy this odds box. See, that capsicum is a shallow capsicum. <laughs> Beautiful on the outside. Nothing on the inside <laughs> of, val- the of inside. true value. So the, the, I had to bin that one. Oh, and that would have been the hardest thing. You're $2.20. Capsicums aren't cheap at the moment mate, either. red capsicums are the most expensive never too. Bought, Money bags over here buying red capsicums. What do you buy the green ones? I buy chilies and glue them together. Makes me feel like it's the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, but this is this is genuinely great. So you're going to see this in Coles and Woolies mm-hmm. uh, around central Queensland, the Ugly Fruit Initiative. Uh, it proves that uh, you can still eat something that's ugly. And get around it if you are. Uh... Get around it, girls and boys. <laughs> get around it. Okay. That carrot's messed up. Get around it. Do you feel good? No. It's not a footy team, mate. (laughs) Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Tony Abbott, the name that, I mean, always you don't want to drop in a conversation because you never know how people are going to react. Yeah, former Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. Weird dude. Ate an onion once. Unprompted. He did. And he held a seat in Warringah. Warringah, so that's like the North Sydney area, like Manly Beach kind of way. He held that seat for 25 years. Saturday, an independent took that seat from him. Yeah, look, I think a lot of people expected that. Mm-hmm. And people, uh, it feels weird when you make fun of someone for losing their job. 
So he's like obviously been paid to be the member for of Warringah, uh, sitting uh, in Parliament. As a, as a backbencher in Parliament, he was making $207,000 a year. While that we can access the information of how much he's getting paid, but sure. <laughs> as a PM, he was getting $539,000 a year. I don't know why, but that for me doesn't sound like a lot of money for the leader of our country. Like literally the bloke it's that... half a million dollars, Timmy. Literally the bloke that runs the bait and tackle down the road probably <laughs> earns more than him a year. Like that's wild. He's the Prime Minister. Well, as a backbencher, he was only making $207,000 a year. What a struggle. Only. Um, but since uh, he has now lost his seat, apparently when you are a former Prime Minister who has of left Parliament... Course. You receive an annual pension. You get paid for the rest of your life. Of $307,000 a year. Yeah, nice. Now, he can decide if he wants to, he, if he prefers, he can take half the pension as an upfront lump sum of $1.5 million. Yes, please. Uh, but then his annual payment will only be $153,000 a year. I'll take that one. So where's the, where do I sign? Poor Mr. Abbott. Fantastic. Uh, look, so, yeah, don't feel so, to, too sorry for him. He lost the seat, but... He's gained an extra $100,000 a year. He could buy a new chair. He's got the money. He's got the money. (laughs) You can check out the full story for yourself at hit.com.au as well as everything else that's trending right now, all thanks to Heron Island. Save 30% with the Heron Island local-only special. Now, stay with me on this. Mm. Cartoons can be hot. I agree. Thank you for making me (laughs) not feel super weird about this. I just, I saw something the other day and I went, oh, boy, jingos. And, uh... Want to talk is about it the fact that cartoon Aladdin was hotter than real life Aladdin? Maybe. <laughs> want to talk about cartoons that you think are hot up next? Get up with Tim and Jess. I need this to be allowed to be a safe space. Sure. From everyone, and then if you're listening right now, that includes you. I want to talk about cartoons and the fact that they're just a little bit hot. Sometimes they draw them hot. They do. <laughs> It's not our fault. <laughs> it isn't. Um, and we've been talking about this at length. Yeah. Um, because you you saw uh, the so Aladdin comes out in cinemas tomorrow, right? Yeah. And it, I feel like they drew the cartoon Aladdin hotter than the live action Aladdin is. And look, not to say that the live action Aladdin isn't a babe. He is a babe, but the just, cartoon is hotter. Wow. Big call. Do you, like he's you a real, disagree? You've just, you've just outranked a cartoon over the actual <laughs> human being. But, yeah, like Princess Jasmine. Yep. Babe. Babe. There's one that stands out clearly for me as a male. Mm-hmm. Jessica Rabbit. Really? Yeah. She wears a lot of makeup for a cartoon. I know, and that's not normally my vibe, but <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a, it's more the way she carries herself. Sure. And, my, and she's such a damsel in distress. You know, that's when I was a kid. Uh, and I was so stoked when they did a live-action movie of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I had the biggest crush on Daphne. Daphne. Not Velma. Not the nerd. <laughs> Velma's much more your vibe. No, uh, Daphne. Red hair, purple, like, neckerchief that's like a skirt. <laughs> whatever it was, like a turtleneck <laughs> skirt. I was well into it. Hey. And I was super... When What's-Her-Name from Buffy played her, <laughs> I was like, you've let me down. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. She never, she never lived up to the Daph. Ah. Uh, so... Here's a, a little... We're still in the safe space, right? Sure. Simba. No, he's an animal. Kind of hot, though. That's a lie. Like, kind of hot. Like, Can You Feel the Love Tonight was a little bit not so PG. I feel like you had... Uh, like you... adult Simba? Like, not baby Simba. I was like, going to say. Like, teen Simba? When mm. he's, like, taking responsibility for the Pridelands. <laughs> you were just attracted to leadership more than anything. <laughs> not actually him. <laughs> Look, it was a weird... Puberty's a weird time, right, guys? And that's okay. Sometimes you just get a bit confused. But being attracted to cartoons, mm. not the worst thing. Eeyore from... What? Thick. You're attracted to Eeyore? I just think that he's got a way about him. Is Eeyore a he? I thought Eeyore was a chick. Eeyore? Yeah. No, it's a he, bro. Uh, why does he Hello. wear a pink bow on his tail? Are you, are you saying that a man can't wear a pink bow? I'm pretty sure Eeyore's a chick, dude. Nah, it's a dude. Uh, but look, 13, 12, 16, would love to know what cartoons do you find hot? You really find Eeyore attractive? It's a man, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I it's, a, it's a male donkey. Well, I don't want to assume Eeyore's gender. 13, 12, 16, what cartoon were you attracted to as a kid? Oh, hey. oh. It's all right now. Some of these cartoons are very well, like... 
the digital enhancements are fantastic and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Are you all right? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a normal question to ask. On a Wednesday morning. 13, 12, 16. Uh, Eeyore is a male. Yeah. Can you put your smug nose in the ground now, please? He's still not hot. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's more of a, the way that he uh, is, more than anything. 13, 12, 16. What cartoon did you find hot? Get up with Tim and Jess. In a very safe place, we are talking about cartoons that you may find a little bit attractive slash yeah. hot. You say safe place, but I said Simba, and apparently that's wrong. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. How open are you to bestiality? Oh, Tim! I'm just saying. You don't have to take it there. It's a cartoon. Sorry. How open are you to cartoon bestiality? (laughs) You wish you were Nala, didn't you? If you're attracted to Simba. How dare you? Mate, you're the one that brought the lion cub to the party. What about, what was that guy's name in Mulan? The, like, real beefcake. I think it was beefcake. I (laughs) think you've nailed that. Yeah. I remember someone, (laughs) I was asking someone the other day about this. And they're like, oh, Pocahontas. I was like, bro, she's 16. She's 16, son. I'm pretty sure she was only 14. Bro, she's 14. Get out of there. (laughs) It's a a weird thing because obviously, like, they draw what they consider to be attractive features. Sure. And Daphne from Scooby-Doo, the cartoon as a kid, (laughs) I had a big old crush on. Actually, Misty from Pokemon. Really? The redhead Misty from Pokemon. She was a little cutie. She was a little cute girl, man. I was way into it. And that's okay because, look, you know, sometimes cartoons can be mildly attractive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Misty is cute. She's cute. Maybe I've got a red hair thing. I think you might. Because Jessica Rabbit's also got red hair. Daphne? Daphne. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kenny's called through on 13, 12, 16 just quickly uh, from Boyne Island. Kenny, uh, what cartoon did you find just a little bit attractive, mate? Yeah, Marge Simpson, but when she had long hair and straightened it, you know, every now oh, and then she straightened right. it. Right, when she was like a like a teen. Jenny. Yeah, and she always just seemed to look a bit sexy. It seemed, it's like they busted her breasts out or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Kenny, I think you are paying a lot but of attention to the if, Simpsons. If you mate. have three kids, I mean, they're never going to sit the same, are they? I'm true, just... but, true, but she somehow oh. made it work. I think it's because she was a cartoon. I don't really know, but yeah. <laughs> I, I was always attracted to Marge in like a, she sounds like a good person kind of way. She doesn't sound very good at all. <laughs> That's, she's like got that voice. Yeah, it's probably the pack-a-day smoke type voice, but yeah. I, don't mi- I don't mind that. Kenny, being a smoker, smoker myself. Kenny, what does Marge sound like to you? Like give us your Marge impression. But... <laughs> A, oh, sorry. I thought that was a motorbike driving past. It was your. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, look, that one. I was I, not expecting Marge Simpson. I didn't even think about that one. That was a great one. Thank you very much for your call, Kenny. No worries, guys. See you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, Marge Simpson. Not one I was expecting on this this uh, topic. No. Principal Skinner, though. Oh. Sorry. Principal Tazarian. No, Snake. No. Snake was always the babe. Get up with Tim and Jess. Good morning. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. As always, we are so happy to be here with you. It's always thanks to Reef City Motors. Eight new car brands, over 200 quality used cars as well. Cheaper than going to Brisbane. Absolutely. That's a fact. One hour away from playing Alpha Bucks if you want your chance to win $1,000 thanks to Stockholm Gladstone and Rockhampton. If you missed it yesterday, oh, what, a, what a journey. Oh, my Was it Belinda? Word. Yes. I love Belinda. She tried. But we all make decisions under pressure that sometimes don't reflect the best. We nearly gave away a thousand. She got nine yesterday. out of nine oh. correct on the tenth question. What's a direction starting with W? The word of a direction. All, she, all we had to say was west. But then she said which way? Oh no! Was she trying to do gags? I have so I, many questions. I think she's feeling upset today. <laughs> so maybe don't. I'm bring not it making up. fun of her. <laughs> I just think it's funny. There's a difference. Hey, also coming up next. I want to talk about when you've just snapped. Yeah, you've been yelling at me a lot this morning. What have I done? Not you. Uh, That's a given that you're going to snap at me. That's the relationship we have. I've been snapping at my boyfriend. It's definitely not his fault. He is, like, I know everyone's like, oh, but your boyfriend's so lovely. He is genuinely one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. I do not deserve him. I've never seen him or heard of anything he's ever said with a negative intent. Yeah, Look, I've been moving out of my place. Because uh, you're moving into moving his. Moving into his for a little bit. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I may, 
may have snapped just slightly at him. I mean, none of us were expecting this outcome. A, f- a few times the other what? night. Yeah. So not only you were like, all right, I'm a I slam- made him a lasagna to say sorry, but I still feel bad. <laughs> no amount of cheese <laughs> and mince could save up for a snap oh, from you, mate. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. I want to start off by apologising to my boyfriend publicly. Can you include all of us in on that as well? I apologize to everyone. I've been a little bit snappy the last few days. Years. Uh, Sorry. I thought we were. I thought we were sinking our minds in, like, because we always jinx each other. Look, this. Everyone out there has had that moment where you just you snap and you you, you regret it immediately because you don't actually feel that way, but mm. it's just a build up and something in you inside you just just. Well, Gets loose. The more I, I genuinely believe, if you're with someone that you're more comfortable with and close with, you're mm-hmm. more likely to snap at them. Like, sure. say someone that you're like, oh, I'm friendly with them, but you're not going to snap at them for something that's frustrating. Like, say with like me, you're probably more likely to snap at me because we're we're good mates and yes. like that. We have an agreement. If one of us is being a, a, a POS, the worst person in the world, we let each other know. Keep it between. We are not allowed to be the worst between five a.m. At mm. 9 a.m. 901, all hell breaks loose. But between that time, we don't snap at each other. So I've been slowly uh, moving out of my place and moving into my boyfriend's place. Which I'm um, sure he's super thrilled that he was not told about. Yeah. Um, he just kind of, you just rocked up he on his door agreed. with some boxes and it was like, all right, is this happening? He loves me being there. He acknowledges you being there. Yeah. I acknowledge the people that are here, past and present. <laughs> present. <laughs> so the other day we were moving some boxes out and um, I used to live in a double story place. Yeah. Uh, so we had to bring all the boxes from downstairs, uh, upstairs to downstairs. Yeah. Now, no offense, your house was the worst. It, it really was. It Beautiful is house. Gorgeous house. Gorgeous location. Real tricky. Terrible to move in and out of. Mm. And I was getting frustrated because I'd been at my house for seven hours packing and I just wanted to go home to and my you, new place. If you don't know Jessica Pantu, hard work is something oh. that just goes against the grain. It makes you out of your comfort zone. So he was lifting some boxes and he was like... I'm Lugging just, them up and down the stairs. He was like, back. I'm just going to take a break. And I... Oh, no. I said, actually... That's just not his name. taking it down. Take them down. I just want to go. So not only is he helping you, like, but he's doing the worst he's part doing of it. All he's of doing it. the stairs. He's just come up and, and we're, back the we stairs. We were both taking them down the stairs. I would love to know the split of who did the most uh, journeys. He did the most. It's about ninety ten. I, I apologise. And last night I made him a lasagna to say sorry. It's not enough. And I made him an apple crumble. You belittled him as a person, as I a did. human being. He's I like, hey, why you're does doing, he want to be with me? You're doing what I've I asked and not at the speed that I require you to do this at. <laughs> That's exactly what he wasn't. It's not like he wasn't doing it. He was doing what I asked of him. He it li- just wasn't quick enough. Literally, from what you said, is that he didn't even go home to change. He came in no, his work clothes. He did. He's had no moment to himself Straight that day. Work. And he's gone to a worse job dealing with you <laughs> moving house. I would, rather get me, I would rather get fired. I would rather get fired. Why does he love me? It doesn't make any sense. We're still trying to figure it out. We've got the best uh, <laughs> scientists in town working on it uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hopefully we can get there very, very soon. Akshay, I'm sorry, but 13, 12, 16, make me feel better. Mm. When have you just snapped? It happens. It happens in an instant. I'm not a very snappy person. Oh, I wish I could I be. I disagree. When's this time that I Oh, snapped? mate, I could mention many a time that you snapped at me. Oh, at you? <laughs> that doesn't count. You're the worst. Have you just, like, let your partner have it? Nah, I'm too scared. <laughs> she, she, her return serve is far better than my, than my serve, so I just let it go. 13, 12, 16, when have you just snapped? Get up with Tim and Jess. We're talking here on 13, 12, 16 about a time you've just snapped. Uh, maybe yeah. unwarranted, maybe warranted. Who knows? Uh, We're mine... shocked to find out if you're the snappy or yeah. the snapper. <laughs> mine was, I was the snapper. That's um, very unlike you. I, well, again, I want to apologise to my boyfriend. I think we've all snapped at one point. Yeah, I snapped multiple times. I was a very stressed out. I was not in a good place. <laughs> if you were a set of fingers, you'd be just sore because just... You you saw him that night and you said, How's how's Jess's packet going? And he never swears and he swore. He was like, It's 
I was like, whoa, that's not good. I asked him to make up a couple of boxes for me. Because he's you're moving into his place at the yeah. moment, which is super fun. And Big step in the relationship. He was like, oh, um, I don't know, like, how do you want me to make... I was like, is this your first date? Get the tape gun and make a box. <laughs> it was super unnecessary. Like, I don't know why. He, he was trying to be he was helpful. Also, moving boxes up and down your two-story house, and yep. he wasn't doing it at the pace that you required wasn't him to do it, it quick enough. <laughs> I'm the worst. How do I have someone who loves me? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get to his place, and all my stuff's going to be outside today. <laughs> who knows? Well, yeah, he's asked me around to help with a favour at two, <laughs> so I'm not sure what that could be. But I'll let you know, buddy. Uh, but on thirteen, twelve, sixteen, we have been asking. Just snapped. When did mm. you just snap? Was it warranted? We'll Sometimes gauge, it happens. We'll gauge if it's warranted or not. <laughs> um, we've had Elizabeth call through from North Rocky on 107.9 listening, and uh, she called through on 13, 12, 16. Uh, Elizabeth, snapped. What happened? Well, I tend to snap at my boyfriend quite often because we do long distance, and so the distance gets to you. You know, you get frustrated. And yesterday I snapped at him because um, I told him he didn't love me enough, um, oh, and he's yeah. not... I send him a cute message, and if he doesn't reply, then I snap at him because, like, he should be telling me he loves me all the time. Mate, Elizabeth, <laughs> how many times have I had this conversation with my boyfriend? I'll, I'll be like, D- I love you, and he'll be like, yeah, I love your lasagna. And I'm like, just tell me you love me. <laughs> why, do you, why do you have to add something else to the end of it? It's fun. <laughs> exactly. I sent him, like, a, a cute little picture yesterday, a special picture. All no right. response. Elizabeth. Oh. Elizabeth. You definitely need a... We've <laughs> talked about this in the past. Don't send it. <laughs> um, what was the second thing that you, <laughs> you snapped about? I love it. It's a twofer. Oh, we're trying to plan a trip and he's not helping me enough. <laughs> yep. No, that's... <laughs> that's about all. That's fair. That is just... This is what it... He, this is what happened with Akshay, Tim. Because Just he search was, TripAdvisor more. He was helping me lift stuff, but he wasn't doing it quick enough. It wasn't very helpful. Yep, you both sound completely reasonable. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Elizabeth. Thanks, guys. And Nathan's called through from Emerald on 13, 12, 16, listening to 94.7. Nathan, mate, just snapped. What happened? Oh, uh, well, I was down at the shops and I decided to buy my uh, nephew a, an iPad. Oh, right. Just casual purchase. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly right, yeah. I bought it home and about 10 minutes later, it already had a crack on the screen. <gasps> oh, I would have been oh furious. God. Oh, oh, my God, my Nathan. God. Yeah, no, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty wild. I actually felt like throwing it off the bridge in the town. But wow. Skim it across uh, the lake. I try to keep Guess it who's yeah, playing with a cardboard right. box from now on? Nathan's nephew. I wouldn't trust him with the box, if I'm being honest. After I don't know your nephew very well, but I wouldn't trust him very well. How did he manage to crack it within, like, the first hour of opening it? Uh, well, there was a bunch, bunch of my, my nieces and nephews playing together, and I asked who, who did it, so everyone had their fingers up pointing at everyone else. Oh I was going to say it would have looked like a, a finger against the wall kind of. Just, yeah, it was you. <laughs> that was you. But, um, yeah, look, yeah. to be honest, this yeah. is the only one where I'm going to go, that snap was warranted. <laughs> snap away, Nathan. Thank you very much for your call. No, thank you. No worries, Do you champion. think any of my snaps were warranted? Can we move on? Is the lasagna wrestling. enough of a sorry? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. He has lasagna for lunch today as well. He could have lasagna for the rest of his life and it's probably not going to make up for it. But, look, can we move on to trending now? Sure. Just how about we just move on and never happened? Right. Let's close our eyes about it. Go. Let's do radio. Close <laughs> D- Dean McCarthy, our Hollywood entertainment reporter. Right. Uh, he's going to be chatting to us about Mel B. Because she's got one accessory we weren't expecting her to have on this next upcoming Spice Girls tour. Get up with Tim and Jess. Trending now. Hits.com.au. Trending now. Live from LA with Dean McCarthy. Thanks to Heron Island. The Spice Girls tour is just mere months from launching. We are so, so excited. But Dean McCarthy, there might be a little addition to the costume we weren't expecting. There is an addition we were not expecting. Mel B will be wearing an eye patch cool. during the Spice Girls tour. As now, like she's a statement? Going... Or... No, not a pirate chic. She's not kind of trying to do the new... Was that thing Madonna once wore an eye patch? Great. Basically what has happened is she's suffering... Um, it's called iritis in her right eye and then uvitis in her left eye. Don't even know what that means. But essentially, she's been having a lot of trouble seeing. It's been blurred vision. But, you know, Mel B loves those checks. She's not going to pull out of anything oh, when no there's a payday on its way. 
Yes, she loves a check. So she's going to still do it, but she'll be wearing an eye patch. Don't you know it's going to be bedazzled, though? Oh, yeah. It's going to maybe have, like, the Union yeah. Jack on it. She'll have heaps yeah. of different ones, one to match each maybe, costume. Maybe her, her yeah. um, manager's email to get some more bookings yeah. for some work. It'll have something fancy. <laughs> that was low. That was <laughs> low. Look, it's I can tell you, they do Vuitton one. They do make one as well. Sparrow by Jack. Um, <laughs> it's a new pirate one from the Caribbean line. Uh, well, look, uh, the Spice Girls concert was already going to be incredible. So, mm. just one more thing to look forward to. So, thank you very much, Mr. Dean yeah. McCarthy. Welcome, <laughs> bye guys. You can check out that full story for yourself as well as everything else that's trending right now at hit.com.au. Also, where you can win yourself tickets with Carrie and Tommy to go see the spicy meatball. That's no, a spicy meatball, Zora. Sorry, can you, say, can you say it again, please? <laughs> that, that's a, a spicy meatball, Zora! <laughs> that's right, you can be heading over to Europe. Just not only see the Spice Girls, but yeah. go and see where Kate Lambrook is living in Bologna. But Be- No, Bologna! <laughs> Come on, you're better than that. Um, but look, before we, we get to anything, we're, A, we're going to play the Spice Girls now. Yes. Because this is, this is spi- oh, this new is, Spice this Girls. This is the Kate Langbrook part of the tour. Yep. And next we'll play the Spice Girls, which is the Carrie and Tommy part. I want you to get up and have a dance, but I don't want you to hurt yourself or injure yourself. Right. Because I've been burnt in the past. We played a song yesterday that reminded me of it, and I want to find out about how you hurt yourself dancing, okay? <laughs> oh, mate. Have I got some stories for you. Get up with Tim and Jess. Something that we mentioned yesterday on the show very, very briefly after playing a song from Eiffel 65. You might not remember this band. They sang Blue. Uh, It is an absolute tune. It's from like 1998, I believe. Um, I've got a bit of it here. Oh. I mean, who hasn't had a boogie to this song? Absolutely right. Everyone in their life has contemplated living a blue life. <laughs> like a blue Corvette. Like hit, see this guy? Well, that's the wrong part of the song that I should reference to. <laughs> but um, I was saying that many, many years ago, six-year-old Timmy did a performance for his parents, some family friends. I believe they were work people that were coming over for a dinner, and I decided that I was going to do a dance routine. I mean, but have you ever been a child if you haven't created a dance routine and performed it in front of adults? Accurate. And little me wanted to show off the routine that I'd worked out. I you sat got some away. S- sweet moves. You know that um, unchoreographed, I am a dancing machine. But as soon <laughs> as I try and plan something, that's when it all falls together. And this is what happened in this instance. I literally, for that song, goes for three minutes and 38 seconds, Jumped up and down, just stiff like a salmon. Just right. I mean, sweet choreography. And I don't even know if it was in time with the music at one point because I like, I got tired. Maybe your parents are just the most supportive parents yeah. in the world. It, I do remember a very deep stare from and a, individuals. That arousing applause. But mid jumping, tore my hamstring off the bone. <laughs> and as a five year old, that's pretty impressive to do, right? <laughs> Five-year-old tears their hamstring. <laughs> and then to make myself feel better until I could go to the doctors, because this happened at like 7.30 on a night, sure. so like, this is like midnight for five-year-old Timmy. I have no Timmy. idea that you've, you've actually torn it straight No, off. I'm just crying. Everyone's um, just like, yeah, all right, she'll be right, so we go got to the, bed. Got the Nintendo 64 out, I got to play some GoldenEye, and yeah, right. it was a great time. And then found out I tore my hamstring off the bone. Oh, my God. It's a big dancing injury. I know you did dancing for a very long yeah. time in your life. What's the worst that's happened? Uh, probably, oh, like, I've had a back, bad back for a long time. I'm basically 87 when it comes to my back. Classic. But once I we were doing this dance move where we had to basically um, throw our hands back and catch ourselves on the ground, right? right? So I went to do that and put all my body weight on my wrist and sprained, your wrist. sprained my wrist. Classic. And the teacher at the time was like, Oh, so Jess has sprained her wrist doing this move. This is how you don't do it. You're an example. And then she did exactly what I did, trying to show everyone what not to do. I'm also an example. <laughs> I would like to know on 13, 12, 16, dancing injuries. Mm. How did it happen? I literally witnessed one of my best friends while we were in, um, I think it was Hungary, Yeah. dislocate his shoulder fist pumping. Really? Best moment of my life. Th- top I three mean, at least. That is hardcore. Incredible. 13, 12, 16, Dancing injuries. Let's take a stockpile. 
I want to hear the strangest one. <laughs> the most injured you have done just from having a bit of a boogie. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Get up with Tim and Jess. We are talking about uh, injuries that happened while you're having a bit of a dance, a bit of a mm-hmm. boogie, because uh, I was just sharing that yesterday we played a song, uh, Blue, Dubba Dee Dubba Die, in brackets, by Eiffel 65, and I tore my hamstring as a five-year-old <laughs> dancing to that song, and that's all right. I'm pretty sure you also smacked your hand into the desk as a 26-year-old uh, to that, that was, song. That was last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I dislocated two fingers <laughs> dancing to it. I believe it was Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. And that's all right. <laughs> but I'm not a dancer, Jess. I just dance moves through me. Do you know not I with used, me. I used to do competitive dancing, so I used to compete. Um, Easy and, win for the other team, but sure. Oh, how dare you. We once came first and I fell at the start of the dance and danced on a sprained ankle. No offence, but how about at the other schools? Wow. Just saying. But that's all right. You've had a it's few just injuries. Feelings, Tim. It's You've just had a few injuries dancing, and that's yeah. okay because you dance with your heart, not with your body. Exactly. Yeah, if you really think about it, Janet. Soul. <laughs> soul. Jenna from Gladson's called through, listening to ninety three point five, listening, and uh, she called it on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Jenna, dancing injury. What happened? Um, I was in grade ten doing my because at high school we did dancing. Yeah, right. Like subjects. So I was doing a handstand. In no. dance class, and as I went up, my knee dislocated, and as I landed, it popped back in. Oh! And I... I mean, you literally can't plan for that. You can't choreograph that type of body movement. Jenna. Wow! No. I hope you got a good mark from it. Um, safe to say, I had to leave dance like that subject. So. Oh, my God. You know what, guys? I think I'm more of a geography kind of girl. Uh, that's intense. So, did um, quick question on a scale of zero yeah. to ten, pain? Where were we at? Um, so was, that wasn't the first time I dislocated my knee, so it was probably like about a oh seven. But <laughs> I've never dislocated my knee, but I've seen what it looks like, mm. and it does not look pretty. I've torn my ACL and can confirm knees are not fun. That is not a fun injury to have. No, it's not. I mean, and especially when everyone's like, is your knee meant to be like that? <laughs> you know? You're like, yeah, it's in the, it's no. in the routine. I, trust me, I did this. Can I, can I get an A-plus, please, now? <laughs> well, um, it's probably lucky that it bounced back in when you hit the ground oh, yeah. because... Putting it back in, like getting someone to do it, no, that no, hurts, no, no, man. No, no, no. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's not fun. Don't worry. Don't let us stop you dancing, Jenna. Thank you very much for your call, Jim. Thank you. Bye. See you, buddy. Wow. Uh, look, can we stop talking about knees because I'm getting all ugh, thinking about hurting my knee again. You'll be fine, mate. Just don't dance. 30... You did it playing football, so it wasn't a dance. Right. So just Keep dancing, girl. Don't let it stop. <laughs> My you. knee knows the difference. You're Absolutely. right. Absolutely. 13-12-16, give us a call. If you want to play Alpha Bucks, your chance to win <laughs> $1,000 coming up next. Don't do joke answers. <laughs> Literally, it can cost you $1,000. Oh. We learned that yesterday. Um, Belinda, yesterday was rough. Let's, Belinda, let's, we love you. Let's give away $1,000 today. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now. Like Good morning. This. Tim and Jess here, as always on Hit CQ, and we wouldn't be here without Reef City Subaru, vehicles designed to thrill and inspire you. Reef City Subaru, cheaper than heading to Brisbane. You know it. You don't need to bother going down there. The team at Reef City Motors will help you out with anything you need. Absolutely. We are still here for another hour, so let's enjoy the time we have. (laughs) And after 8.30, as we do every Wednesday with you, is we spell your name. It's mm-hmm. pretty simple, hey. 13, 12, 16, if you want us to try and spell your name. If you're one of those people who's constantly having to get people, like tell people how to spell did your name. Have, did we meet someone this weekend at the Relay for Life that had a cracker name? We did. I can't remember it. I asked them to call up on today. Well, hopefully they're going to give us a call. Yes, that would be ideal because <laughs> I was like, look, that one, it was like last week we had um, Tangia. No, that's a place. That's a, that's a fictional country. <laughs> Um, but look, hey, look, we try and spell names. We do yeah. our best. It, we're not great at it, but you're it's... in a hot streak, mate. I don't know why you're Thank pulling you. yourself down. You're absolutely well, killing mean, it right now. Fifty percent of the team is not really. We have so. three fire extinguish in this in this room this morning in this studio. So just in case we need to put you out because mm. you're running too hot. But that's later. Now is very important. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we did have a bit of a faux pas with listener Belinda. We almost gave away one thousand dollars. She got the last answer wrong. Just hilarious. Sorry, it was funny. Ten questions, 30 seconds. You get them all right. You win $1,000 thanks to Stockland Gladstone and Rockhampton. Give us a call if you want to play Alpha Bucks up next with Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Uh, Alpha Bucks.
You wouldn't bloody believe it. Uh, we are playing Alpha Bucks uh, this morning and playing for the second day in a row. For quick fingers, Belinda from Gladstone. How are you feeling, buddy? Oh, I'm disappointed up yesterday and it's, I just yeah. couldn't sleep last night. It's okay, Belinda. This is your redemption if you round. didn't hear <sighs> yesterday, Belinda got nine out of nine. And then on the last question, which was, in my humble opinion, the easiest question <laughs> by far, only had one of four answers possible. You, I don't know. Was it? Did you? Was it a joke? What What happened, Belinda? Get us through uh, that. I don't know. I just, I just the stress. All right. Well, it is a pressure. It's a pressure situation, situation. Belinda. Today, uh, we are really hoping that you don't do what you did yesterday. I'm, I've yep. got the sweats on. Ten questions, thirty seconds. Can't use the same answer twice. All starting with the same letter. Okay. All right. Paul, right. Good luck, Belinda. Belinda, your letter is you, and your time starts now. An education institution. University. A card game. Uh, you know. An American state. Uh, Utah. A musician. Uh, pass. Uh, something you can open. Umbrella. Mythical creature. Unicorn. An emotion. Unhappy. A musical instrument. Uh, euphonium. An item of clothing. Uh, no. What? No, what? What? No, no, what? no, no. What? what happened, Melinda? You. You. What did you? you happen to? Oh, sorry. What did you say for musical instrument, mate? Uh, I said euphonium, but that starts with E. <laughs> I didn't oh, think that was a real mate, word. I was like, cool, we're just making stuff up now. But fair enough. Uh, Belinda, <laughs> mate, that would, to be honest, even though you didn't get through the questions today... Mm. Better effort today, mate. You've improved, and that's all we can ask for, oh. really. That's all right, then. Okay, I better go to work, then. Yeah, oh, Melinda, that's all right. Sorry, it's <laughs> two days in a row. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> if you want to play Alpha Bucks, just like Belinda, well, tomorrow and Friday, more opportunities are available at 8 a.m. Absolutely. You can win $1,000 thanks to the veranda at Stockland Gladstone. They're open late every night. Get up with Tim and Jess. Look, I think at one point, and we've talked about this only a few months ago on the show, sometimes animals end up in areas they're not meant to be. Yes. Dangerous animals, harmless animals, but they need to be... find that emu that was just, like, wandering between Gladstone and Glyby? I think he, he's trying one of those, like, I'll walk around Australia to sure. raise money for charity. Sure, so sure. he's still going, emu, so get it, girl. <laughs> uh, but whether it's, like, a, an animal that you would consider... Not dangerous or dangerous. You just want it out of your house. Or you want it out of your shop front. You want it gone. Yeah. So unless you have someone... For their safety as well. Absolutely. And unless you have someone that you trust can get the job done, you normally call, like, the animal services and be like, hey, there's a kangaroo inside my basement. <laughs> get it out. And someone will come, catch right. a kangaroo, release it back in the wild, right? Down on the sunny coast, so only a few hours away, uh, at a fruit shop, they were just very concerned after one of the most dangerous animals in the entire country, the echidna. Oh. Stumbled, waddled probably is the better way to describe it, waddled into the shop and underneath one of those Coke fridges. Oh, no. Those Coke fridges are not light, uh, so they called uh, a business locally to be like, hey, can you guys come and get this echidna? And what would you believe to be the closest animal service around the sunny coast? An RSPCA? Australia Zoo, babe. No. So they call Australia Zoo and, like, you always well, think... They rang the Irwins. Yes. Yeah, so, well, they didn't ring, ring the Irwins. The Irwin family runs Australia Zoo. But you, right. you assume, if you're calling Australia Zoo to be like, hey, can you come and get this, that they're probably just going to send Dano or, yeah. or Chaz down to get your echidna. Whatever. Thank you very much. High five. Sorry, we couldn't get Bindi. We couldn't get Robert. <laughs> we couldn't We couldn't get Bindi's any of the Irwins. Bindi's too busy doing her exercise yeah, videos. Yeah, Terry didn't want to do anything about it. So uh, that's what you expect. Half an hour later after they made the call saying, hey, we're, we're being held hostage by an echidna, um, Robert Irwin and a film crew rock up. Bob. Bobby Irwin. Bob himself. Young man. I think he's only, what, 16 or so? Jeez. And I pray that it played out the most Irwin way possible. So they get in there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, now, here in its natural habitat, you can see an echidna. Now, these oh, isn't she beautiful? I feel like I'm doing the Simpsons version <laughs> yeah. of what the Irwins are. But he got in there and wouldn't you believe that he has safely uh, gathered the little echidna. Um, there's a photo of them with the fruit shop staff Aww. and 
Who would have thought his morning would have turned into an episode of his TV kid, <laughs> his his kid show that he has on telly? Does Incredible. He, does he still do TV? He's got. There's a show in America. It's like Australia Zoo with Bob Irwin or yeah, Robert yeah. Irwin. Yeah. Why don't we play it over here? I don't know. It's probably like we see these like literally in our fruit shops. Right. So yeah. you know we don't need to see it on our television because <laughs> it happens underneath the orange section. Yeah. But um, again, like. Who thought that he would be in town? Normally he's on like Jimmy Fallon going there over in the States because he's big in America. So, I mean, let's give him a call. I know it's like a six or seven hour drive. Let's just say there's something in here and hopefully we'll say something exotic. Can we just get him on the show in general? I love Bob Ellen. I feel like I would mock his... Enthusiasm, right? With counter enthusiasm, be like, oh. you're like, yeah, g'day, guys, so great to join. I'd be like, oh, really? Are you happy to join us, Mister Allen? And I don't want to do that because I know so I won't be able to stop myself. And he's a kid. Can't make fun of kids. I learned that the hard way. But if you have an animal, call Australia Zoo. You never know what they can do. Get a TV episode out of your fruit shop. Uh, but look, we do we do need to move on to trending now. What's spinning around this globe, Jessica? Yeah, I want to talk. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. More Game of Thrones. I promise. No spoilers. A few people took me a little bit too seriously yesterday. There will be no spoilers on the show. Okay. I promise you that. All right. But the author, George R. R. Martin, arr, has arr. spoken out uh, because a lot of people claim he's already finished writing his books and oh, he book, has yeah, finally yeah. made a statement to the contrary. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. The biggest trending story over the last couple of days has got to be Game of Thrones. And yeah. for those who were panicking yesterday, my apologies. Was just Did you get ju- mucking around. Yes. I didn't check the, uh, the email. We won't be doing any spoilers on this show, can I you, promise you can that. Can you read out one of the complaints we got or just give <laughs> us loosely too, what it was? Too many of them. A lot of people just saying that um, I was out of line. Did I not warn you that that was the case? Yeah, no, that's fair. Look, George R.R. R. Martin, he is the creator of the Game of Thrones series. World, uh, the World. Books. He wrote the first five books um, that the show is based off of. And the last couple of seasons, the right. um, show creators had to go in basically blind because those books aren't written. Well, essentially, from what we understand, is that George R. R. Martin t- had a meeting with the creators of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. the, the show, and he was like, here's loosely what's going to happen. Here's, like, some key things that I need you to do. I'll fill out the rest in the books. Don't yeah. you worry. Just film it. He basically had a lot of trust in them. He said that it, um, and he's been quoted as saying they had amazing people working on the show. All those Emmys bear witness to it, and they've, they've oh, yeah, really man. assembled a championship team. So Absolutely. he really wanted them to run with it. But he's still working on the last two books. He hasn't even started the last one. He's on the second last one, almost finished. Well, someone... And I remember reading on the line mm. that someone was like, he's finished the books and he's just waiting. He, he hasn't. He absolutely hasn't finished. And he said that he's going to take his time. He's working in a very different medium than mm. David and Dan. Um, and they had only six hours to finish the final season, but he expects that the last two books will fill out 3,000 manuscript pages I was gonna before say, he's done. He's in charge. He can be like, you know what? I'm going to make five parts to each of the books, two books, five parts each. But I don't think that for those who are disappointed with the ending, I don't think there's going to be much of a different ending for the books. Get over it. <laughs> You're an adult. It's a show. Check out the full story on this for yourself at hit.com.au as well as everything else that's trending right now. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can book your holiday in paradise today with their locals only special. I'm starting to dance and you want to know why? Oh, was it? Because I've got to start the blood flow to get it up to my brain because I need my brain to be at full full lock right Thank now. You. I've been really carrying the team the last couple of weeks with Spell My Name. But up next... 13, 12, 16. Give us a call. Tell us your name and we will try and spell it. I just did 30 (laughs) push-ups. You did Give us a call. Spelling names. Let's get this done on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Spell my name, spell my name. Something multicultural, something that's a mouthful. Baby, spell my name. Spell my name. Spell my name. We think we can guess it. You will be so stressing. Let, Let us spell your name. name. Let us spell it. That's yep. the whole point of this game. If you've got a hard name to spell, no. give us a call. If you've got a 13, name. 12, 16. Any name will do. And the, this is the time. You've been on a hot streak. Mm-hmm. You really need to 
help me stand up. I'm feeling good on this one. It's pretty and complex. I feel like you're finally yep. going to contribute to the team today. It's a pretty complex game. You just call through on 13, 12, 16. Keep the calls coming, and we're going to spell as many names as possible. Hopefully correct. Mm-hmm. Ryan from Boyne Island is going to kick us off on 13, 12, 16, listening to 93.5. Ryan, what name are we spelling, buddy? Uh, can you spell Grace? Brace or Grace? Uh, Brace. Brace. Like Daryl Braithwaite. Right. Right. I will, I'm just going to go pretty standard. B-R-A-I-T-H. Correct. Oh, my God. What a good start. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. I thought you were doing us a tricky there, champion. Um, that's a, I was going to slap an E on the end, so I'm glad you went first. I literally just took my E. Oh. Ryan, thank you so much for playing this morning, mate. Thank you, too. And young William has called through from Benarabee on 13, 12, 16. Obviously getting excited for spelling name. excited. William, what name are we spelling? Um, Shian. So, what? Sorry, I'm going to need you to <laughs> say that again, Will. Shian. Shian. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, you go. S-I-A-N. William, you have got us on track for something that's never been done before. We might be getting three out of three going for a hat trick. I don't even want to take another call. That's No, we've got to. William, thank you so much for playing this morning, champ. Hey. And Sharon, this could be the best day of all of our lives. Sharon, you're from Rocky. We have just correctly spelled. Two names in a row. It's never happened before. If we spell whatever name you want us to write this third time, it's a hat trick, and I don't think we should ever play the game again. It's the again. first time we we will have gotten a hat trick all year. Okay, you're not going to get it. It's my middle name. Oh no. Ooh. And it's Lisa. Lisa. Oh. Yep. Is she? See, oh, it's this, a not a good sign. My pen just stopped working. Jim, this could be a, a I, real can trick. Can I give you a hint? No, I, I don't. No, no, I don't want hints. That's not the. That's not the point of this game, guys. You know that for a fact. Lisa. All right. Oh no. I have two ways that I have written down, and I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. L I E C A. No. Oh, oh, Lisa, mate. Okay. Just. This is for history. This is radio history oh, here. No this is pressure a lot at of all. Pressure. Okay. L E I S A. No. No. What's it like to disappoint Central Queensland? Oh, you didn't really bring anything to the table, did you? Mate, I thrive under pressure. If I went second, I would have absolutely got it. Lisa, tell us. What? Yeah. What? How do you spell this, Lisa? L E. C-A. Oh, my God. I it's quit. a very old family name. It's not a made-up hippie name. It's a very, like, five generations <laughs> Tim, back. Tim is sorry, tearing I'm up his up my, paper. my radio contract because I quit. <laughs> Lisa. No, that's not... Her name's not Lisa. I She's her middle no, name. No, my first name's Sharon. That's my middle name. Sharon. Sharon, Lisa. Wow. You could have been a part of history, but you chose to do that. <laughs> so... Oh, I did. My mum had chosen. Yeah, <laughs> well, tell your mum she ruined our day. Okay, Sharon? <laughs> I will do. Thanks, Jazz. All right, thanks. No we'll worries. That's going to be a weird phone call, yeah. eh? Just, uh, hey, I go, these two guys from the radio, you have no idea who they are, but, <laughs> but they apparently... Kate, can we just press the button? Yeah. We'll do... That's how much fun spelling can be. Won't you spell the world with me? Probably just should have taken the hint, hey? Yeah, I feel a bit dumb, eh? <laughs> Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.